Hello and welcome to We Are Marvel, where we explore all the corners of the Marvel Cinematic Multiverse, and we are the official podcast of the We Are Marvel Facebook group. Go give them a follow on Facebook, and while you're there, go check out our page, We Are Marvel Pod. I am one of your hosts, my name is Jeremy. I'm your other host, my name is Justin. Thank you all for joining us. Indeedio. Yes, we appreciate it. Yeah, uh, sure. So, as you know, our last episode was talking about the newest Marvel movie. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. What? It was, Justin. Better believe it. And it was mm-hmm. great. We enjoyed it. It really was. Yes, go back and listen to that if you haven't. Especially if you've seen the movie, because yeah. spoilers all around. And we should say up top, probably some spoilers might pop out for Volume 3 in this. We're yeah, Try and avoid point, it right? as yeah. best I mean, I as possible. But I don't have anything specific. But maybe someone that some some name or something that we mentioned you were hoping was in volume three and it's not and that's a spoiler for you. So yeah, you're right. Just go ahead and jump into this, assuming there's spoilers for volume three. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, yeah, with that, our our topic for this week, as you know, probably from looking at the title, is what do we want to see in the future Guardians of the Galaxy movies? Mm-hmm. So whether that's volume, I don't know. If, do you think it'd go volume four or or no? <clears throat> well. It's interesting because if we hadn't already announced this, I would have been like, maybe we shouldn't do this because I just saw a thing that said, with that James Gunn said like there might not be a volume four, and even if there is, I'm certainly not involved. Obviously, he's busy with DC, but Mm -hmm. it it kind of sounds like where the Guardians will probably come back in some form, Mm -hmm. even though that actually technically spoilers was not promised at the end of the movie. Right, there might not necessarily be a volume four. I honestly, I think that there wouldn't be anyways. I think those three movies were, like you mentioned, an arc of their own. Mm-hmm. That arc ended, and this should just be Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, whatever subtitles. Yes, Heroes of the Galaxy, whatever you want to, you know, subtitle that with. Obviously not that because it's terrible, oh, but yeah, for sure. you get my point. Um, yeah, I mean, that's I have not an a idea terrible for one of them, idea. We'll get to that later. Sizzle. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I think that would be best. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, for one, there's part of me that's as I talked about last week. Like, it is the perfect trilogy. Like, just leave it alone. Yeah. There's part of me that doesn't want them to even do anything, ever. Right. <laughs> just don't touch it. But. <laughs> Yeah, I suppose going. I mean, every no other franchise in Marvel, except for Iron Man, has numbers. Yeah, that's true. So you could do what every other Marvel movie does and go the subtitle route, and that could be the way to differentiate it from the first three. Yeah, and and it absolutely would. Yeah, because if you throw a volume anything on there, everyone's gonna assume, oh, this is the next chapter in this movie series. Yeah, and it it shouldn't be, and I don't think it will be. Yeah. So, there All we right. go. All right, well, let's get some theme music going, and let's just start talking about this stuff. And like Justin said, I think we're gonna go spoilers. We already did a little bit, so just assume this is spoilers from here on out. Mm-hmm. But now we are gonna talk about the future, what we want to see. Of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Grab your Icarus, everybody. Let's go.
we kind of talked about this before. We're just kind of, we don't have a list or anything of things. Well, we do have lists, but they're not in like an order. Mm-hmm. So we're just kind of throw out things and just kind of an open discussion type of thing. Yeah. Some um, story ideas, I, elements we want to see. Yeah. So I mostly have a, a story and characters that I want to see. Um, I basically and, have three villains that I think would make for an interesting trilogy, as oh, it were. Okay. So, I mean, we could try and combine them. Maybe we can uh, do something you know, here and, and they, they see might. We'll combine them, and it's going to be called Guardians of the Galaxy Annihilation. Boom. My first yes. villain on my okay. list. Perfect. <laughs> yep, also on my list. So you, don't, you can't see it? But yes, number one on my list. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this is a huge story. It's a cosmic story. It, it, it's it's kind of like where they need to go. I I'd say like this story needs to happen, and this is the perfect time to do it. And recently, it's been said that James Gunn wanted to use him. Like, oh, really? Yeah, he wanted to use him in I think the first one, but couldn't because excuse me, it is a Fantastic Four villain. He is yeah. the ruler of the negative zone, which is a Fantastic Four thing. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I mean, it's, I think it, they, he even said he might have at one point considered having him be the creator of Rocket instead of the High Evolutionary, which I don't oh. think would have made as much sense, but no. whatever. But I, I do like this. I don't have a lot on here, just the thing that I just said, and uh, he can control the inhabitants of the negative zone via his powerful cosmic control rod, which sounds mm-hmm. wrong. Uh, <laughs> they'll probably rename that. Annihilus began leading the annihilation wave, an enormous fleet of negative zone battleships, ostensibly claiming to have the goal of conquering the universe. He claims that the universe is expanding into areas of the negative zone, making the universe now rightfully his territory. Annihilus' goal is actually creating a massive power cosmic bomb that will destroy the universe and the negative zone, Leaving Annihilus the only survivor. That sounds yeah. pretty cool. And it does. Fairly Ronin-y. Yes. And 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 the original comic story did have Ronin in it, which there it also had Thanos in it and, and yeah. other characters that we've seen that just sure you could find a way to bring him back, but don't because I think well, that's I mean, a terrible that's, idea. In comics, like no one really ever dies. Like Yeah. Even Gwen Stacy didn't stay dead. Bucky didn't stay dead. Like, there's Bruce Wayne's parents and Ben Parker. Like, aside from <laughs> that, everybody's come back. Yeah. So, but yeah. I st- but, still I don't want you to bring them back. Like they they no. had they had I would say Ronan had a fine enough story. Thanos had a great story. Mm-hmm. Don't bring him back. Like like it, it all worked out great. Just don't. Don't do the it. only thing would be nice is if they found us, particularly for Ronan, because I'd like to see more backstory of him, is like mm-hmm. a, a flashback or something where maybe he dealt with them or had okay. something to do with it. But who gives a shit? Like, just like you said, just leave it alone. Yeah. Make him a new threat, fresh, out of the gate. And you can tie it to Fantastic Four. Yeah. I mean, the Fantastic Four are doing their shit and they mess with the negative zone and it attracts Annihilus and then he comes to our universe to conquer. Yeah. Which kind of a stupid reason, so I hope they fix that. Just it's expanding into my territory, so now you're mine. That eh. But well, I think that the writers wouldn't would make it better than that. But just I would assume putting so. it that way it does sound it does kind of sound dumb. 
I suppose. But it is a cool, like he's a scary threat. He's a big, menacing, powerful guy. Yeah. He commands this massive bug-like army. Like you could totally have a, a wave, an annihilation wave coming to sweep through the galaxy and the yeah. Guardians have to stop it before it gets yeah. too out of control. Yeah. I think that is that is what it was called, wasn't it? It was the annihilation wave. It was all the battleships yeah. and all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's writing itself. I know, yeah. like just writing hire itself us. by already being written. <laughs> yeah, that too. Yeah, uh, I do think that. I mean, it it's a character that doesn't have a tremendous amount of story to him, so you can spend more time just establishing the new team. Yeah, and you know, going into their backstory, give us more Adam Warlock, and for me, I think Adam Warlock is an untapped kind of story element that they could mm-hmm. really delve into in a new trilogy i have more on him later um okay. but like you could make him in his arc to becoming what he becomes what the trilogy is about yeah which That's is fair. what i would do because he is an interesting character he is an incredibly powerful character and like most powerful characters in marvel he goes crazy and <laughs> that could be fun yeah I, yeah, I would not mind seeing that. Um, yeah, I do. I do hope that they they fix the whole he's young and dumb kind of a thing. I think there's a way for him to just quickly mm-hmm. age and quickly learn and all that because I, I I think that would be great to see him more of a menacing type character. Because yeah, the one we got, it looked like oh wow, he's super powerful. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's an idiot. Well, and that's like. His characterization is nothing like that in the books. He's very stoic, and in I'll go into it later. But like when he goes crazy, he leads like a church that is devoted to him. Like he's this very ethereal, powerful. Like in the comics and cartoons, he has the soul stone in his forehead. That little gem that he has mm-hmm. is in the comics the soul stone, right. which makes him even more powerful. Like. He's a big deal. Yeah. So they could really go deep on him in a way that the third one just couldn't because of time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot to, to tell in that. Um, Well, I another character that I really want to see, which I think could be a movie on its own, is Richard Rider slash Nova Prime. Like, looking, researching this and, and kind of learning more about that story, it's mm-hmm. awesome. And it's it's kind of already there. Yeah, with Xandar sure. being destroyed, and 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 correct me if I'm wrong, but the backstory of this is, is Xandar has I don't remember what this the super intelligence or whatever it is that's on there, um, is trying to collect all of its I guess brain power and put it into this one Richard Rider, and then he turns himself or he turns into Nova Prime. Am I right? He gets mm-hmm. all the knowledge and power and all that. I think so. I don't yeah. know a lot about Nova, but that sounds close enough. I, I think that's kind of what I read, and, and it sounds like, I mean, it's there. Like, like we know Xandar has destroyed, so, you know, you can have this story starting like that, where Thanos came and destroyed it, and this is now Richard Ryder got, you know, if, if maybe start like that and do a flashback of, of his backstory and why he mm-hmm. got picked or whatever, I mean, it'd be, it'd be great. I'd love to see that. I guess you could squeeze that into a Guardians movie, but there might, I don't know, it'd be, it'd be a great standalone movie too, though. Well, I mean, that's the thing. 
fans have been begging for Nova in the MCU for years, ever yeah. since the first Guardians. It's like, it's right fucking there. And even after, <laughs> like I said, after Infinity War, it's even more there. Yeah. Even though we never saw Xandar, we know it's been destroyed. So it really tees up the idea of Richard Ryder being just summoned or, you know, called upon to join the core as just this lone Earth man to, or whatever he's, wherever he's from. Yeah. And he has to start the new Nova Corps. Like, that is its own movie, honestly, or right. special presentation. And you could totally do that. Like, it, it'd be tough because it's a lot to unpack in a Guardians movie. Yeah. And still make it about the Guardians. But it would be really cool for the Guardians to have to help him reestablish the Nova Corps when they're being attacked by an annihilation wave or something else. Right. Yeah. I'd love to see it. Sure. I get it. Like I, I, all the people that have been wanting it, I get it. It sounds very yeah. cool. I'm a green it. lantern fan. So it, it it's, it's mm. very much like a green lantern kind of thing, but for Marvel. Right. Yeah. And that story of Richard Ryder sounds a lot like what happened with Kyle Rayner, who was like the fourth earth green lantern after Hal went crazy and destroyed oa the guardians came to earth and picked kyle who was just this random artist in a back alley and said you're gonna help restart the green lantern corps because it just got decimated by one of our own like you okay. could do that but with richard Ryder and do the nova corps and it'd be awesome yeah now i wonder if okay so maybe they will pick a earth guy and could you then contact peter to find this Richard Ryder, that could be cool. Yeah, I mean that could mm. be where uh, Star Lord returns. The legendary Star Lord could return yeah. in a uh, yeah. a Nova movie. Yeah, I mean I'd, I then, wouldn't watch that. Yeah, and that's like I feel like obviously we had a whole uh, I was going to say wave, but that's not right. A whole <laughs> saga, I guess, devoted to space stuff. Yeah, within the Infinity Saga, but they didn't really do anything with it. Like, it was yeah. all just, like, touching the sides of what <laughs> true Marvel space craziness is. And right. the times they have tried to go deep, like with an Eternals, people are like, oh, that's pretty crazy. Or Quantumania, and they go, oh, that's, that's just really weird. It's like, <laughs> yeah, but it is, though. <laughs> like, if you really want to go there, it's yeah. very weird. And there's yeah. all sorts of crazy shit you could do. I've been I've watched Quantumania twice this week and I'm just like I don't get why people hate it on this movie. It is so fucking good. The more I watch it, the more I love it because it's yeah. so weird. Modok is great because he's perfect. <laughs> like he is. Uh, <laughs> he is weird. Yes, but that's I, the point. I, uh, yeah, but yeah, I think you're right. That is the point. But that might also be the thing that people weren't expecting. Yeah, and and that's it's, what's, it's, that's not on the movie though. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean it, it. It is. I mean, it wasn't always Yellow Jacket, but or it right. was never Yellow Jacket. It was something else. But I, it's tough because like I would love Marvel to do more of that wacky space stuff, but if they do, people are gonna push against it. I think because it's not normal Marvel. It's not some right. guy builds a suit in his garage and fights crime. <laughs> it's wacky space lasers and a big purple-headed god that eats planets with a guy on a silver <laughs> surfboard that helps him find them. And it's it's nuts. Like <laughs> Yeah. I mean everything you're saying is an accurate thing. 
Yeah. And it does. Like, knowing that, it still sounds weird. Yeah. You know, if you're if, yeah, just putting it like that, yeah, it's like, okay, yeah, this is weird. But, but it's the story around it that makes it work. And that's yeah. what I think they need to keep just sort of like dipping and keep going a little deeper into the space and then do i think eternals was like five years too early really? so that they could have just kept going a little bit deep i mean it's a weird concept i know i'm going off book here and starting <laughs> to defend the, the lesser marvels but it's such a wide weird concept i think if it came out maybe not now because people are still wanting to shit on marvel stuff but <laughs> A couple years from now, when the space and the weird multiverse shit was going on, full bore, uh-huh. I think maybe it might have been more well received. But yeah. who knows? I, I I honestly think it's it's anything before Endgame, you could have done whatever you wanted. After Endgame, everyone expects it to be Endgame, mm-hmm. and going in with that mindset is just setting yourself up for failure. Yeah, because even when a, they do it, it's wrong. Like <laughs> right, and uh, it's annoying, but yeah, I mean, people are the way they are. I guess I, I don't know. know. It it's been, I, so I was thinking about this the other day at work again to go off on a tangent, thinking <laughs> about the movies in the Infinity Saga that actually fit into the Infinity Saga story, uh-huh. and there were like six movies that actually deal with the Infinity Stones, huh. maybe seven. And that includes okay. Infinity War and Endgame. Okay. And then I was thinking about all the movies and shows that so far have led into the multiverse that so far that people don't seem to think Marvel's actually touching. And there's like yeah. eight. <laughs> <laughs> really? Including Endgame. Like... <laughs> oh, jeez. I mean, you have... I don't want to get into it, but I mean, you get Endgame, Far From Home, No Way Home, Doctor Strange, <laughs> WandaVision... Uh, Quantumania, that's six already, and I'm. Sh- yeah. uh, what if there's seven? Yeah. <laughs> <That's>, I, <laughs> yeah. Gotta, I agree. You're not explaining no. to me. I, I don't know. Yeah. It's more for the thing th- you didn't want to get into that you I know, immediately I got into. <laughs> I can't help myself. It's been on my brain, and I wanted to get it out. Okay. But anyway, I think that, and it, I think what will help is that given that it's Guardians people yeah. are more primed to expect weird yes i agree like okay we fed him a talking raccoon and tree then a planet <laughs> with a face yeah yeah and now a planet full of animal people let's try something even weirder and i want to see uh korvac i don't okay. know if you the name and came I'm going, up a couple times yeah, I, I went with the uh, backstory he had for Earth's Mightiest Heroes, which is an animated series that's great. On Disney Plus, watch it. Okay. And the comic version is a lot more convoluted and I didn't think is interesting. But in the okay. cartoon, he was a modern day human who gained powers from the Kree after they abducted and experimented on him. And Korvac escaped and was basically driven insane by this power and killed thousands of sentient beings across the universe over the course of two years. And so Korvac was originally a normal man until the Badoon 
amputated the lower half of his body and grafted his upper body and nervous system onto a specialized computer module capable of siphoning energy from virtually any source. Korvac's mechanical module could also tap and synthesize any form of energy and concealed advanced weaponry. That last part was from his comic book uh, origins there. Okay. So he's this incredibly powerful being. In the cartoon, he's just some dude who's abducted and experimented on. Okay. I've, I've also suggested this for Captain Marvel because she deals with the Kree. Yeah. And in the cartoon, he was abducted by the Kree. So it could work for either franchise, but just some dude who's abducted, given these incredible powers, and then escapes and becomes a danger to himself and everyone around him. I think could be really cool. It's kind of... This, to me, felt like something that would speak to Adam Warlock. Like, he has okay. incredible powers. He was just created by his crazy-ass, quote-unquote, mom. Right. And a weird guy with a stretchy face. <laughs> and sent to do horrible things. And yeah. had to decide to stop. Okay, so you're thinking, take Adam Warlock and give him the backstory or the story of Corvette? No, I was, I, no I was thinking, just okay. make it a mirror into himself. Like, he sees Korvac and goes, that's what I could have been. Right. But I chose to do the right thing. Yeah. And this is what, it's kind of like the life lesson of this is the evil version of what I could have become. If I hadn't saved, you know, saved the day and and been a good guy and become a guardian. And have them have have an epic fight at the end and good versus evil and good wins. And I mean, yeah, it's again, writing itself. Right? <laughs> I think so. And it's such a tragic story. I mean, I think, if I remember correctly, in the cartoon, he ends up dying because it's just yeah. too much for his body to take. And his girlfriend or wife or whatever goes to the Avengers, excuse me, and so do uh, the Guardians. They're in that episode, too, so you should watch it. It's awesome. <laughs> and, you know, looking for help, and they can't help him. Because he's just like, there's literally nothing they can do. And the power, it, he either fucks off planet and just like hides in deep space or he dies. I don't remember which, but okay. it's a tragic ending because like he can't be with who he wants, you know, his wife, girlfriend, right. because he'll kill her. All right. So it could be a really cool story for a movie. Yeah. Um, one thing that as you were talking that kind of made me think like, I, I would love to see some of these villains travel through these different movies. I guess that is kind of what we're supposed to get with King. Yeah. Where we see him in different movies, but I mean, I'd, I would be okay seeing that with other villains too. Like this Korvax, well, I mean, who you, you said is in yeah. Guardians and in the Avengers. And it could be Captain Marvel or, or just, you know, Guardians and Captain. Like, I would love to see that kind of stuff. I, I understand, yeah. you know, you usually want to beat the guy at the end and that's how this, the movie ends and how everyone's happy. But you could also just, you know, boot him out of planet Earth... <coughs> And he goes off and does another evil thing somewhere else that another set of heroes then have to deal with. I mean, yeah. that kind of stuff could be cool. Yeah, I mean, Korvac has been a big crossover-style-level villain. You could have that be. I mean, they, and they have learned the lesson of doing that some. I mean, we saw Ulysses Claw in Age of Ultron, then mm-hmm. eventually in Black Panther. Obviously, Thanos came a couple couple times. They brought Ronan back for Captain Marvel just to flesh him out. So, I mean, they could do it yeah it, it, it is interesting because that's like you said like in a comic book movie and it's been that way from the beginning 
for the most part, except for like Lex Luthor and the Chris Reeves Supermans who always came back. Like they always kill off the Joker and Penguin and Green Goblin and Doc Ock and like they all you always kill the villain. But in a comic book, they never die because you want to keep bringing them back. So it would be interesting. The only problem I see and reason why I see them not doing it is because it's like we saw that already. And unless it's yeah, going it, to be the next Kang, <laughs> like... I guess, but it's also what they're complaining that they're not getting. I don't know. You know, like, it's, so give it to them. It, well, I mean, that's, the, like, it, the thing with Kang. Again, watching Quantumania, it's like, okay, they've sprinkled Kang in several things and more uh-huh. to come. Like, honestly, this is everything we've wanted from the beginning of the MCU. They're actually doing it. Right. And people are still complaining that it's not <laughs> enough. So, it's, it's, uh, it's never enough. It's it's not every hero joined up to fight him. It's <laughs> yeah, we'll get but there. it will be. Yeah, but that still won't be. Right. It probably won't be. Yeah. Too late. Uh, uh, so for me, this would all lead to a character called the Magus. I might okay. be saying it wrong, but M A G U S. The Magus is the dark side of Adam Warlock. Okay. So in some cases, a splinter self, and in other cases, merely an older Adam Warlock from the future who has gone corrupt. The Magus also leads a religious empire named the Universal Church of Truth, a religious empire of zealots that will do whatever abominable things he desires. So, like, the power just makes him go super crazy Uh and try and take over and i could see that being where the next trilogy leads is that he eventually does just succumb to his own power and hubris and takes himself down and the guardians have to then step in to stop their former teammate Hmm. okay i'd like that just see him like kind of overdoing his powers here and there and just Mm -hmm. kind of like hey man take it easy like you got him. Calm down. Just these little hints at slightly going crazy here and there. I like that idea. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could do what Dark Phoenix has tried to do twice and failed at. It's like <laughs> it's the Jean Grey story, even though that's not what the actual story is. But I won't get into it this time. I promise. As he uh, into it. <laughs> so in the comics, what the, no anyway. <laughs> yeah. But you could do that. You could have it. I mean, like in. The first X-Men, you see her kind of use her powers a little too much. Then the second one, she uses them even more and then drowns, like we just talked about with Joe. And yeah. then in the third one, but done better, you know, she comes back <laughs> as the Phoenix. And again, in that movie, it didn't matter. But in this, if you actually devoted your trilogy to that, mm-hmm. one, it would shut the people up who were complaining Adam Warlock wasn't in Volume 3 enough. Because you make the entire trilogy about him and his journey. But also, it would be kind of an interesting... I would love to see a series of movies that truly has a through line. That is planned. That has some intention behind it. Like, you kind of get that with Cap and Bucky. You kind of get it with Rocket and Star-Lord. But I I would love for them to actually devote to it. I I, I agree. It would be great. I just think it's too tough with... With the way these movies are done, that they all intertwine in some way or another, like something in another movie could change your whole idea because that can't that doesn't work anymore. 
Because well, they either uh, use but it if there they, or they change something there. If they commit to, I mean, and this isn't some huge sweeping thing. It's just your main point of this, kind of like the main point if you watch The Guardians now, is the story of Rocket. And secondarily, Peter. Like, okay. the Guardian story is about Peter being abducted from Earth and then, spoilers, deciding to go back. The story of Rocket is a character who was on his own, always searching for family that he was pushing away, eventually getting to a point where, spoilers, he's now the leader of this team, this family. Hmm. So if you do that, like, again, I think Guardians actually did it quite perfectly. You just, once it's laid out in three, you go, oh, okay. Yeah. And you go back and like you, especially with Rocket, like you totally see it. But if you do that even more so, I mean, you can just kind of sprinkle in Adam Warlock being kind of a jerk, kind of a loose cannon in the first one. He's a little reckless with his powers, but maybe he gets, you know, gut checked and goes, okay, I need to stop being such a dick. In the second one, he faces like a talk uh, with Korvac someone just as powerful as him where he has to step up, but he still has to push himself too far to beat him. Okay. And that could be his breaking point. And then in the third one, he goes off rails. And I wouldn't think anything else would derail that. Yeah, no, that's fair. That story, yeah, I think you're right. That would work. Yeah, I think kind of a... It's not not to say it's a small story, but a smaller story that more just personal. involves... Yes, personal. There you go. A more personal story will work that way. I think you're right. Yeah. Okay. I'll allow it. I can see that working. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. But with other things, like bigger things, I I got to say, I still think that would be too tough. Just because these movies intertwine, like you bring in a villain and someone else wants to also use them and then they kill him off in that movie. It's like, okay, well, that ruins that story arc that mm-hmm. we had for him. And so it's tough, and it's which is another reason I think it's so impressive that they've been able to do all these movies and all this mm-hmm. crossover stuff. Like, and it all works. It might not be the story they started with, but it's still a great story. Yeah. It, it's impressive to me. And that's what pisses me off about the haters. Like, the fact that this is a thing at all is amazing. Yeah. And it's been going so long and going well so long that people are now taking it for granted. Yeah. Like, there's a reason literally no one else in Hollywood has been able to do this again. Including <laughs> a company that has all the same kind of characters. Yeah, <laughs> And has all of them, not just a couple of them when they're loaned to them or they buy the other company out. They have everybody. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> and they yeah, still can't no. do it without someone yeah. from Marvel to come fix it. <laughs> <laughs> you can do it, James. We have faith in you here. I have faith in him, especially after Volume 3. Go watch it if you haven't watched it. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Um. So I got a couple more names, one that we've already seen, but I want to see them grown up and using their powers is Phyla Vell. I think mm-hmm. it's pronounced Phyla. Yeah. Phyla. That's what I've heard. That works for me. Um, yeah, kind of doing this research. It, it, she, it, she sounds super cool. Very cosmic powered, so that works with mm-hmm. all these other stories that we've kind of talked about. The space stuff, cosmic stuff, it would work great. Um, and then everyone that wants to see Phyla Vell wants to see her girlfriend Moon Dragon. So bring her in. Why not? True. Let's do it. Um, 
Well, I mean, they spoilers. They introduce her at the end of the movie. Final value, yes, not Moon Dragon. Right. Maybe I don't. Maybe Moon Dragon's I don't think there somewhere. So. Who knows? I, it's a <laughs> big. Like, it's a big enough name. I think she was even. I've read a Captain Marvel at one point. Yep. Like yeah, I saw that. They did it on purpose. Yeah. They're definitely building a team of kids to be the next generation of heroes once everyone else contracts and ages out. <laughs> so, I mean, even if we don't see the Guardians for another... You know, it was like, what, six years since the last one? I I think, yeah, it was a while. More yeah. than that. I was thinking that. I it think was the 2017 actress... was volume two. So, okay. yeah, six years yeah, between six two years. and three. So, I mean, you could totally, in a volume four or whatever, have her be a teenager or young woman in, in yeah. her 20s or whatever, and just like, okay, here it is now. Yeah, It's I'm just cool. a matter of when we see them next. And she's weird humanoid experiment thing. She could be, you know, she doesn't age at the same rate as a person. Yeah. The Padme excuse. <laughs> 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 yeah. I mean, I can't blame him. Of course, you're going to use her if you can. But yeah, but. I She's great. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, w- I would love to see them. I want to see her fleshed out more. Like I said, I'm glad mm-hmm. that they brought her in at the end. I think James Gunn, I think that was kind of his farewell, like, use this. I'm mm-hmm. I'm putting it, the little droplet here. Let it grow. It'll be great for you guys. Thank me later. Um. And yeah, so I'm I'm ready to to watch that. Yeah, yeah. I think we talked about it last episode, but I do love the way he ended the film, like a good comic book writer ends a series run, where it's like, I've ended my story, but I've also teed you up perfectly for what you want to do. Right. Just take this ball I'm handing you. <laughs> I've cleared the way. Now. Yeah go shoot your, the goal and do the yeah. next thing and it's fine yeah yeah it's, I've, I've literally all the written the movie for you <laughs> yeah you just have to pick the bad guy and just make this yep yeah yeah which is what you need to do like, yeah i think it's great i love it huh all right you got any more names or uh ideas nope I'm okay. tapped out. I'm an idiot. That's all right. I, you know, I don't know a lot about the Guardians. I was trying to yeah. think of other characters, and I looked at some rosters on Wikipedia and stuff, and I was like, I don't know who any of these people are. Yeah. I would like to see... There's one... I, th- I can't even remember what his name is, but he's from the future, and he has a Captain America shield. Oh, okay. And I was like, that's... I actually have a figure of him over in my space section <laughs> of toys, but he'd be kind of cool. And interesting, like, oh, that's, like, he's from the future and comes back and he somehow has a Captain America shield. Yeah. Like, that would be really fucking cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It seems like one of those teams that you could just expand and do all sorts of things with, though. And you could bring back more of the original Guardians, too. I know Stallone's character supposedly has a wife that's one of the guardian was one of the original guardians that she act- he actually like mentions kind of in volume two but like you could have her come in or some of the other guardians that we saw cameoed at the end of two and in parts of three just be part of the team okay see the ravagers actually, maybe come full circle and be good guys again yeah yeah i would like that 
So you can more take over and her kind of lean towards the good good guys because that's kind yeah. of where she really needs to be is on the good side. So I, I don't yes. think Zoe will ever come back, but uh, no, yeah, but but maybe you know she brought them to the good side. You can talk about how yeah she led us this yeah. way. Yeah. She changed the way we did things, and yeah. too bad we lost her in whatever battle. Yeah, yeah. good work. All right, um, I think that's it for this week. Then Justin, what do we got for next week? That was a short one. I didn't even mean for yeah. it to be that short. That's, That's all right. Okay. Short and sweet. We don't need to pad it just for the sake of padding. Um, speaking of padding, the next thing we're going to be covering <laughs> is the first big screen outing for Hulk from 2003, <laughs> directed by Ang Lee. It exists. We're going to hit this next. We're covering it. It's fine. We're going to Hulk dog. We're going to have some Hulk dogs and uh, with the side of Father uh, Cloud and uh, (laughs) just have a thing about it. Uh, Can't wait. It's going to be great. I feel like I watched it not that long ago and I was like, it's okay. I don't believe you. I don't either. I can't (laughs) trust you anymore. uh, Shut up. (laughs) It's not that bad. Uh, For a 2003 movie. (laughs) He, he uh, made some it just choices. Looks, well, it looks, just remembering it, it just looks so shiny. Everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever. We'll get into it next uh, yeah. next episode. Right. Um, but until then, you know, thank you guys for listening. As usual, if you can share this with a friend or family member, we'd really appreciate that. It'd help us out a lot. Um, if you want to get a hold of us to give us ideas on what you think the next Guardian movie should be or what you think of what we said, um, hopefully it's it's good and, or at least not that mean. If it's very mean, just... Don't send it. All right. <laughs> Take, you can type it up. Just don't send yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but if you do want to type it up and send it an email, you can email us. We are marvelpod at gmail.com or visit the website. We are marvelpod.com and it gives you links to all of our socials or just search for us on social media. We are marvelpod. Um, and while you're on the website, you can check out our merchandise page. There's a link for that. Go get yourself a mug and some sweats and a sticker and, and just be happy with life. And support the team. Yeah. We would love it. It'd be awesome. For sure. Um, but until next time when we're talking about Hulk and Hulk dogs and all that good stuff, um, thanks for joining us. I've been Jeremy. And I've been Justin. Uh, bye. Bye.